Hi, thank you for tuning in to State of the Arts, a podcast where artists can connect, debate, chat, and perform during these very difficult times. I'm Lee, your hostess of Ceremonies, and this is episode 16. My guest this week is Joshua R. Pangborn, who is the artistic director, actor, and head writer of Sidekick Productions. Sidekick Productions is a successful online drama and comedy series productions company with over 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Their online shows include the award-winning Skeleton Crew, Demon Doctor, and one of the newest creations, The Art of Blowing It. These shows are not only wickedly funny, they also address important social topics like LGBTQ issues, body positivity, discrimination, and sexual harassment. Josh has a doctorate in English literature and vast experience in the performing arts. He's also a dear friend of mine from my college years. Welcome to my show, Josh. I am so excited to be here and I'm so excited to see you. It's been way too long. It has, it has. <laughs> Same year. Uh, so, how long though, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to date ourselves here. Exactly. <laughs> how was Sidekick Productions born? It's just such an amazing company. Thank you so much. I mean, I I really love it, which is why I spend so much time with it. <laughs> so right after right after I graduated college, I created a, a small theater company called the Living Room Theater Company. We did no, I know I know we did three shows. Things happened in my personal life and that sort of made the theater company sort of go kaput and all. But a few years later, I had the opportunity to do another show in another festival. And I said, well, if I'm gonna do this, I might as well create a new theater company at the same time. But I want this theater company to be, to do something, uh, to have a little bit more of a message than, uh, than what Living Room Theater Company did. Living Room Theater Company was great, but it was really, we didn't have, we didn't form to really sort of do or anything or create anything, but so I thought, what can I do with this new theater company? And that's when I came up with the idea of uh, focusing on stories which are important to me, which were our body positive stories and stories with uh, an LGBT slant to them. So that's where I came up with the idea for Psychic Productions because I am a huge fan of Robin from Batman and Robin. And uh, I usually feel like the, the plus size actors are usually treated as sidekicks. So I thought, well, let's have our theater company focus on those sidekicks in a different way. And so Sidekick Productions came about. And then in 2011 and 12, we started doing some theater. And then by 2015, we had moved into television and movies, so. Oh, wow, that's exciting. What a journey. It's been, it's been crazy. I, I never, ever thought that I would go from theater to film. I, I can't imagine not doing it now. So it's, it's, I love it so much. And how do you come up with the different storylines and plots? It's just amazing. It's a, like a soap opera you, you know you can't just watch one episode you gotta it's like going through a bag of potato chips you gotta watch one after another that's how I, I find skeleton it. crew yeah skeleton crew that that's the way we call it now we call it a gay soap opera basically because <laughs> it's it's too hard to explain what it is otherwise because <laughs> one minute it's a horror episode with next minute it's a sci-fi next minute it's, it's, it's a crazy drama comedy how do i come up with the ideas well as you mentioned, I have a doctorate in English literature. So a lot of what I, I read and what my, my focus in literature has been on classics like Greek drama and Shakespeare and, and, and that, that sort of period of, of literature. And so started, when I started as a writer, I started to do um, 
homages or modernizations of stories in, in ways that would bring them to a new audience from a more contemporary lens. Like I did a play called uh, The First Woman, which was about Lilith and Adam and Eve from the Bible. And then I did a play called uh, Tyrannos Rex, which was sort of a, a hodgepodge of, of Oedipus Rex, the, the play, and Antigone the play. And I sort of combined the two of them, but worked in some LGBT themes and everything. So as a writer, I was really drawn to, to these classic stories and finding ways to make them uh, something that would resound, uh, resonate with a contemporary audience. So with Skeleton Crew, the first episode at least is an adaptation of Medea, the play by Euripides. And from there, I just sort of realized that it was the first play that I had written that I, I, I could see as a, as a film, first of all. And then secondly, it's the first thing I had written that sort of had an open ending to it. And I was like, hmm, where do these characters go next? And so I found a little bit of freedom to just sort of bring out the things I wanted to bring out and all. And I didn't have a lot of friends as a child. So I spent a lot of time with my books and my, and my brain and my action figures. And I did, I have, I've always come up with stories and storylines for, for, for them. And uh, that sort of became what I did with my characters in, in writing Skeleton Crew, Demon Doctor and all these other stories. Wonderful, it's these beings are being birthed they <laughs> from are. Their imagination. They, they do things that I didn't expect them to do sometimes, which is really weird to say because I'm writing them. But uh, but sometimes it's just like, no, I, I want this character to go this way, but but no, it, it's not going to work. Uh, that character doesn't want to do that. So I I feel like I have to adjust to what the characters want sometimes. Taking on a, a life of its own. Absolutely, yeah. Right? That's the way art should be. Art should drive you. You shouldn't drive it. That's Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Actually, you know, I find Hunter's character to be the most grounded. I mean, part, a lot of that is, uh, now that we're going into season five, I mean, I, I've taken a lot of, of inspiration from the people who have been playing these characters for so many years now. And, and working with Jay Serio as Hunter, he is, he is just a remarkable actor and a, and a very, very, very smart actor. And he brings so many levels of nuance to his character. He will, he will come up with ideas and, and push me. Um, he's really, really good at pushing me as a writer to put us in scenarios which are more authentic to the characters. And a, hunter, a lot of Hunter is, is what I put into it, but um, I, I have to share credit with Jay Serio for, for, for that because he brings so much to that, that role. And I, I agree with you. I think that he is such a well-rounded character. Now, and Demon Doctor t takes like a different vibe. It completely goes into, it's almost like film noir with a more modern and gruesome twist. <laughs> Absolutely. I knew I wanted to do another series because uh, I felt like after four seasons, we've really gotten established as a, as a skeleton crew uh, show. But I didn't want to just be a production company that made only one thing. So I was like, well, I've got this other idea. And it comes from my love of 90s genre fiction. I, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I love X-Files. I loved all of those, those show Charmed, all those shows that, which were on uh, the WB in, in the 90s, basically. Uh, and I thought, well, let's let's see if I can put my own spin on that sort of that genre of horror comedy. So, uh, I, I came up with a show which is basically a very, very, very LGBT body positive version of Buffy crossed with X-Files. And uh, that's sort of let me really embrace my love of horror because I, I'm a huge horror fan. I, I love horror. This was a chance for me to really, really totally immerse myself in that world uh, as opposed to Skeleton Crew, which dabbles with horror but doesn't get to immerse itself. Demon Doctor, I'm like, jumping in the pool of horror so which I love so oh, that's great to be able to be in touch with those 
parts of you and able to bring it out into creativity. It's just remarkable. And I'm just gifted with a wonderful amount of people who help me do that too. I mean, I, I work with so many incredible actors and so many incredible, everyone who's acting on the show is, is also doing some sort of crew work on the show. Uh, the guy who plays Anglicus is also our main uh, uh, DP for filming. And season four, we meet Sebastian Jupiter, who's for, uh, who writes all the score for, uh, for Demon Doctor and, and worked on the music for Art of Blowing It and is working on the music for season four and five of Skeleton Crew. Uh, the guy who plays Dennis in Skeleton Crew, he is the one who does all of our special effects makeup in Demon Doctor. We all wear lots of hats and I could not do anything with Psychic Productions without these amazing people. And I'd like to bring up one of those amazing people. Uh, she is a goddess. Uh, Ashley Monique Maynard. <laughs> Ashley Maynard is a, a goddess is, is, is not even the beginning to describe her. She is such a, a tour de force of nature. I mean, I met her in 2012. Uh, we, were, we did a play together. Uh, she did my play La Petite Mort. And I am, I am so grateful that I get to stay in touch with her for, uh, for so many years. And, that, and now basically just uh, live with her in, uh, almost every weekend because we're always working on something. And you're right, she is brilliant and, and funny and sensitive and smart and so creative. And her show, The Art of Blowing It, is so much fun. It is. I just started watching it. <laughs> oh, you were in for a treat. What episode are you on? Um, episode two. I just oh. started watching it. <laughs> oh, I am so excited for you because episode two is, is hilarious, but things just escalate so much more <laughs> it's so much fun uh and actually actually it's just i am so lucky that she let me join her on that journey and she brought me this script and she said let's let's do the show and, and she cast me as her co-star and I'm, I'm i'm so grateful for that and she's taken a very interesting subject matter if you look at all the child stars they are drama in a handbasket when they grow up <laughs> their lives are <laughs> all out of whack Absolutely. I mean, Ashley really touches on something that 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 a lot of us. I mean, we all grew up with child stars. Uh, we saw them. We uh, no, we didn't grow up with them personally, but we we saw them. I mean, Drew Barrymore, Macaulay Culkin, all of these really really wonderful people who were working in movies from five, six, seven years old, and they all went through a very very difficult period. Um, Britney Spears, all all of these people, and. And some of them were, have been very fortunate and they've gotten to another, uh, another level where they've gotten their lives back together. And some people are still struggling to do that. And, and some people, unfortunately, never got a chance to, um, like Jonathan Brandis or, or River Phoenix or people, people like that. Yeah. Ashley really resonates. Uh, she grabs some, something that's very familiar to, I think, everyone, um, at least everyone in our, in our generation and all. Yes, absolutely. My, yeah. my dad was part British. He always said that, you know, dark humor is very important in life. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> as, a fan of, as a fan of everything British, uh, except, except Brexit, um, <laughs> then I think that it's really important to laugh at, at, at the darkness because that makes it all a little bit brighter. Yes, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> and um, so the, the body positivity is very important in Sidekick Productions. I think that's absolutely wonderful to have a company that Thank embraces you. body positivity. Uh, what type of impact has this ha had in the performing arts community? I'll, I'll just start by saying personally, it's had a huge impact on my life. 
I've been plus size since uh, since seven years old, and it was a very very difficult experience um, learning to accept that about myself. I mean, I had uh, people in my life, family, friends who are all sort of, uh, well, you need to lose weight, you need to look a certain way, and 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 it it gets in your head, and it, 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 no matter how comfortable or confident you try to be, you don't you can't you can't be that way because it's it's hard to uh, to shake off those voices. Some you, you think, oh, people love me because of my personality, but not because of my looks or anything like that. Um, and, then, and then I grew up and I found people who did love me because of both. And I was really lucky, but I still didn't love myself enough. And then doing shows like Skeleton Crew um, helped me to be more comfortable and confident to do something as simple as go to the beach and take my shirt off. Uh, which was something I didn't do. I, I was always the kid who was swimming with a shirt in the pool or something. So, so being able to do this show and these shows have helped me tremendously. And I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot of messages from around the world uh, of people who have thanked me for, for putting uh, people who look like them in situations you don't see. Um, like, like Hunter and Anthony. I mean, they, they're a very sexual couple and they have actual... Um, uh, physical relations with one another. Do you see that? You see that you see plus size people in, in mainstream cinema, uh, mainstream television, but they don't always, they, they don't really have um, a sexuality or 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 a physicality to them. Kind of gets typecasted. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if, if you look at Mike and Molly, which is a which was a really fun TV series. I mean, Melissa McCarthy and uh, and Billy Billy Gardell, they really had wonderful chemistry together. They were two very very plus size. Um, actors and but uh, they were married and everything but you never saw them really get physical with one another they were in bed together but they just sort of they just were lying there talking to one another they never they barely kissed and they they really didn't do much or anything else um if you look at modern family you have uh cam and mitchell who are uh one is a plus size man and one is is a, is a straight size man and uh they barely had any sort of physical um elements to their lives and and they certainly were were not um, they're they're not very good representations I think of LGBT or plus size uh, romances, uh, but that's another story entirely. <laughs> um, so I've I've gotten a lot of people who've written to me and say thank you for putting people who look like me or look like people I love um, in situations that are real and authentic and 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 that I never expected I would get messages like that. Um, uh, I, I've gotten messages from people saying I've learned to love myself more because of what I see up there. And, and that's been so beautiful for me uh, to, to, to get uh, those kinds of responses. Um, your, I guess your question was, how, how does it, uh, that was a very long way for me to go to your question, which yeah, was, how does, it, how does it affect the industry? Um, I mean, I think that, I think that the word body positive is becoming really uh, a buzzword nowadays, but it's, it's, it's a word that you see a lot of people who are like, it's for lack of a better word, it's being appropriated by like gymnasts and 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 uh, men who work uh, men men who are bodybuilders and, and things like that. And it, it's like, so I, I've actually been toying with the idea of switching a little bit more from body positive to to fat positive because it's it's I think it's more authentic to what our our branding and messaging is, which is that we're trying to promote people who might be overweight, uh, but are um, just as worthwhile to have in lead roles or or supporting roles or in storylines that that aren't all about body and weight like the vaudeville era and you know late 1800s it's, 
it was preferable for actors to, uh, you know, <laughs> to be heavy set. <laughs> Before the modern era, really, I mean, if you were overweight, it generally meant that you had money and you could eat. So that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really after only with, with the uh, invention of, of diet culture and and uh, uh, the the in the, uh, the the fitness industry where it's sort of like oh well it's only good to have a certain type of body and everything, and it's not so much like that. And um, it shouldn't be just like that. Right. I, I think it's important to be healthy, but I don't think that healthy is determined always by size. I'm married to a big guy and he's hot. He's just bomb. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and congratulations on your marriage. Oh, thank you so I, much. I know that was, uh, I haven't seen you since, uh, since that happened. So, uh, but I'm so excited for you. We, we ran off and eloped and told uh, our friends and family afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet and romantic. You're the second COVID marriage I've, I've talked to um, in recent days. Oh. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess it's pretty popular now. <laughs> So uh, have you ever thought about doing a crossover on um, Demon Doctor and Skeleton Crew? Um, I've, I, I've thought about that. Um, I, have, I have ideas that are percolating in my head, but I'm not 100% sure how it would work. Um, Outer Boy and Demon Doctor and Skeleton Crew are all sort of set in the same universe as well. Um, it's sort of like watching... Uh, I think it would be sort of like watching Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where Jason Lee played multiple characters because he was in all the Kevin Smith movies, so he played all of his versions of his characters and, and everything. So um, because I'm in all three shows, it would be interesting and awkward sometimes, I think, to have all three of the characters interact. Um, Ashley, too, uh, and, and Stuart, and, and all, uh, all, of the, all the people who are in all three shows. Uh, I have ideas, though, um, and I, I'm not... Uh, I'm not sure if they will come to fruition, but I'm kind of excited by the possibility of that. So, and possibly a movie—that would be really cool. Well, we are working on our first feature film that's not connected to any of these stories, but it's, it's our first uh, feature film that we're hoping, if COVID cooperates, that we will film that feature um, by the end of the year. Nice. That's really exciting. That's great. So, um, any other future projects you'd like to let us in on? Um, well, we, I actually just wrapped up a short film that I was doing uh, with, with my boyfriend uh, during uh, COVID. Uh, it was a chance for us to, uh, to do a, a short film together. We don't really act a lot together. Uh, even though he's in all of the shows, I don't really, uh, we don't have a lot of scenes together, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but uh, so I, I wrote us a, a short film to do together and we just wrapped on that on Friday. So I'm, I'm now in post-production on that. And that's a short little horror film that uh, I'm really excited about, about 10 minutes. Um, I have a new season of Art of Blowing It that we just started writing. Ashley just started writing it and I, I'm, I'm uh, working on it a little bit with her. Uh, we're starting to film Demon Doctor season two in a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, season five of Skeleton Crew is coming out in a month and a half, I hope. Uh, if COVID cooperates, again, we have to wait for COVID to cooperate with that. Uh, and then I have another short film that we're going to be working on later this year. And uh, I have a new, I have two new series that I'm, I've been crafting. Uh, I don't know when we're going to start those, but uh, there, are two, there are two new series that I'm excited about. So. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's exciting. And you know what I love too, that I, I know I don't have to worry about you canceling 
this stuff on me because every time I find a good show on, on Netflix or, or television or Hulu, it gets canceled after like two or three seasons. Always the shows I like, and I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you don't. As, as long as people keep watching us, we're going to keep making our shows. So yes. there's no worry about that at all. Um, we love we we. We're very, very lucky that we have a, a wonderful family of, of, of actors and, and filmmakers who, who just love making things together. And, um, and we're going to keep it up, uh, hopefully, as long as, uh, as people will watch us. So. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, so what's the atmosphere like when you guys are filming? Is it, is it like very light and playful? Oh, it depends on the day, I suppose. Oh. Um, we do things really differently than than a lot of other filmmakers. Um, I I I am very conscious of the fact that I that I don't want to waste people's time. And generally, most of us have regular uh, day jobs. Most of us work nine to five, Monday through Friday. So we only have chances really to film on Saturday or Sunday. And so it's usually one day a week we we do as much as we can. So most filmmakers they will spend eight hours on on two pages or three pages. We usually spend eight to ten hours on fifteen to twenty pages, so it's a very hectic and very fast-paced environment. But we do our best to laugh as much as possible during it. Um, I, I mean, I, I have to I, because I'm in charge of of the sets. Usually, I have to be a little bit less of the laugher and more of the we have to get back to work, everyone. Right. Uh, but I, I, I we also try really hard to just make sure that people are are having a good time because. There's no point in making these things if we're not enjoying it. Uh, it, it. So much of so much of our lives are spent doing things we don't want to do. Uh, I mean, most of us don't want to spend uh, an hour commuting on the subway. Most of us don't want to spend uh, eight hours a day doing a job that's not uh, something we're 100% passionate about. So when we have a chance to be um, on a set, we should uh, and that's our free time. We should be having fun with that free time and. So that's that's what I try to keep that in mind whenever we're making something, uh, even if it's an emotional scene or if it's if, if it's a sad scene or or a, a, a difficult scene to go through. Um, it should still be fun to be creating it together. That's great, and you work as a team and a family. That's so important. And like any family, we do bicker a little bit uh, because <laughs> we've all, I mean, we've gotten to know each other so well over the past couple of years that uh, it bec it's become sort of a, it become a family. So, so occasionally it's a family like Christmas morning and occasionally it's a family like Thanksgiving dinner. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of both, I, I suppose. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I could picture that. Do you ever have to change the script because it looks good on paper, but then you decided, okay, we're gonna do it this way instead. Once it's acted out, happens all the time. Uh, I, I mean, sometimes it's simply because the actors are like, in the moment, they're like, oh, they say a better line, and and I we go with it. But then I realize that what they didn't say needs to be fixed for another scene because they they missed something. Sometimes it's because um, simply an actor can't be there that day. Like uh, in season one of of uh, Skeleton Crew. Uh, do you do you remember the episode with the the funeral? That episode changed completely on the morning uh, of the shoot. I had to rewrite the entire funeral uh, episode uh, before we started filming that day because one of the actors couldn't make it. So because he couldn't make it, I we just had to rewrite everything because he was in all of the scenes. So I spent the morning before everybody got there rewriting, and then when they got there, everyone was super 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 on board with just learning the new lines quickly. 
Um, so sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes it happens where as we're filming, I realize the story is not coming the way I want it to. So we need to change the storyline. Uh, and sometimes after we've got everything cut together and we think we're ready to go, we realize, oh wait, something's not as clear as I thought. So we have to go back and film new scenes to make it clearer. So yes, uh, things change a lot. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's showbiz. It is, it is. I, I mean, it's it, being the writer and the director um, and the editor uh, for the most part, uh, I have to sort of know when I'm wearing each hat. So at the beginning, I write everything that I want and I think it's perfect. And then I take my writer hat off and I start to put on my director hat and I'm like, okay, we need to change things though because we couldn't get a location that looked like what you wrote, what I, what I wrote. And we couldn't, or we couldn't get a costume that, that matched what I wanted when I wrote the, that piece for that costume. Um, so uh, it's just about learning to be flexible and not being so, so hard lined on, on, on what's on the page. I, I, I think it's really important that what I write is, is done. But I also realized that this is a collaborative effort. And sometimes an actor, especially an actor in Skeleton Crew, who's been acting in these, this role for five years now, um, they sometimes know the characters better than I do as the writer at that moment. So I trust them to, uh, to bring that to life as well. That's wonderful. Uh, so how can someone contact you? You, you have an um, Instagram page, obviously. I, I'm following you. <laughs> And yes. Um, well, on Instagram, you can follow me at, at Sidekick Productions, uh, or you could follow Demon Doctor at Demon Doctor the Series, uh, or you could follow Skeleton Crew at Skeleton Crew the Series, or you could follow The Art of Blowing It at The Art of Blowing It, at The Art of Blowing It series, I think. Uh, I'm not 100% certain, but if you follow one of us, you can see the rest of them. <laughs> you, on Twitter, I'm at Sidekick Fraud, at Sidekick Fraud. And then on for the shows themselves, you can follow us on YouTube uh, uh, at Sidekick Productions, um, or you can use any of the the, the direct links to the web to, to the to the individual series, um, DemonDoctor.com, The Art of Blowing at the Series.com, and SkeletonCrewTheSeries.com. That those will all bring you to our YouTube page. So wonderful, and I love your power hours too. Those are so much fun. Oh, that that's a huge thing that I I wanted to do for years but I never had the time until COVID. So COVID was positive for this one thing. Uh, not, not many things, but it was positive for this. Um, I, I got furloughed um, in, in uh, April of COVID uh, of, of 2020. And um, I, I am somebody who usually works 60 to 70 hours a week between my day job and skeleton crew and, and demon doctor. So when I didn't have a day job anymore, I had so much time on my hands and I was so like, what am I going to do? I can't go anywhere. I can't film anything. I can't do anything. What can we do right now? So we started, we, we did do a, a COVID episode of Skeleton Crew, which everyone filmed on their own and then we cut together. Uh, we did a COVID episode of Demon Doctor too, which was super short. Uh, but then I was like, I need some, another project. So uh, Nakia, who is uh the person who does all of our music for season four and five and Demon Doctor and he plays Giacomo and Demon Doctor and um, he's an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, artist. He was uh, on season one of The Voice. He was a semi-finalist on that show. And uh, he just sort of found our show and he um, asked to be a part of it. And, and uh, I'm, not, I'm never gonna say no. Uh, so uh, uh, he, he, he's been 
an amazing gift to Psychic Productions. And he came up with the idea to, to do a show with me for Psychic Power Hour. So we just decided we'll, we, we will just do a nice little uh, Mystery Science 3000 type show where we rewatch Skeleton Crew and the other shows and, and talk about it, introduce actors from the series, bring them on and just sort of celebrate the work that they've done. Um, we, haven't been able to, we haven't been able to bring on everybody we want to bring on. Um, some people just don't have time or, the, uh, or there's conflicts, uh, but uh, with, with other schedules and all that. But uh, we've been so uh, having so much fun just watching the show every Monday and, and, and the audience has been really, really fun to interact with. It's been, it's been a great way to, to reach the Skeleton Crew and uh, fans in a different way. That's awesome. <laughs> I look. I always look forward to it. Never. I'm so glad that you're able to watch and join us. Um, because it's 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 just it's 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 a hoot, and it, it's a chance for us to really share things that happened. Uh, that we just uh, that that are really funny stories. I think sometimes that that uh just I wouldn't have any other place to share them. So I get to share them on Psychic Power Hour. Right. Wow. This is this has been such an exciting interview. <laughs> Well, I've had a blast and I'm so glad to be here. I, I was so I was so excited when you reached out to me. Oh my gosh, I was so excited when you said yes. <laughs> it's such an honor to have you on my show. Oh, thank you. Gosh, I, um, I admire you so much. I'd like to maybe do something in because I'm a ballroom dancer, do something involved. I know, I, 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 love, I know you're such a talented dancer. Um, I loved, um, I think you posted a video from, from, with, from your wedding with dancing, right? Oh yes, uh, Joe and I had our wedding dance right here. It was creative lovely. I, I, I loved that. It was beautiful. Um, oh, thank you. You're, you're such a talented ballroom dancer. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I will find a way to try to make work that into something. We should, we should shoot you for that. So. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome! <laughs> oh, wow, that'd be great. Thanks, Josh. No, of course. My goodness, I, I, I would, I, I would be honored to have to have that. Um, Dance is not one of my strong suits, so it's it's nice to have somebody who knows what they're doing when it comes to that. Uh, Demon Doctor opened with a ballet sequence, and uh, I did not choreograph any of that. So <laughs> uh, that was beautiful sequence. <laughs> oh, I, I, it was the, one of the first things I wrote uh, when Demon Doctor, and I was like, I really wanted to open this way. I don't know why I wanted to open this way, but I feel like I I, I want to see it that way. So uh, thank you everybody for listening and tuning in, and thank you Josh so much for being on state of the arts and i want to wish, wish you all um a healthy and happy day 